and welcome to a Space for Oddities with me, Katie, who is the teacher today. And me, Vincent, the poor, poor student. The poor, poor, poor student. I've not even given him those lol blackboard things. I've already been slippered. It's awful. He's been slippered. He's got the big dunce at. But we are going to talk about a painting today, The Judgment of Cambyses. And I think that's how you say it. Is that how you say it? Cambysis. Cambysis. I checked it on the uh, on the onlines. Now, I'm going to hit you. This is our first trigger warning pod- in, in a podcast. Ooh. Exciting. Um, so the result, the resulting events from the judgment of Cambysis is not pleasant. He, mm, excuse me, first bought already. It's not a very pleasant thing that happens to um, the man who um, feels the wrath of Cambysis. So there is some ye olde bodily torture. Of course. You of know. course, of course. But we've got lots of cool history. So, so if you're all right with a bit of ye olde bodily torture, do stay tuned. I don't know who's all right with bodily torture, but I think <laughs> I could I could deal with it for this purpose. I could listen to it. Yeah. I'm not going to... I don't want to inflict or experience, but... No. But I will... I am a bit strange in this... In, like, the other day, I was watching... Um, uh, a YouTube video about the um, a torture method they do in castles where they trap you in a tiny, tiny hole oh. and they just leave you there and you couldn't like sit down or anything. Oh, God. I've never gone out of my way to look at torture methods from the medieval era. Oh, the medieval... Oh, I mean, tell you what, have you heard of the screaming bull? Um, no, it sounds like something terrible. It, it is... Crazy. Maybe we shouldn't go too deep into yes. it because we've only yeah. just done the trigger warning. I know. Warning. I know. I've, I've, this is yeah. I'm, all, I'm pure buzzing. Let's give, get give back. Me, give me the keywords for the screaming bull. Give me three keywords. Um, I'll give you one sentence. So bad, its creator had to deal with it because he was thought to be so evil. Right. That's another podcast, folks. Woo. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get back on topic. The judgment and flaying. Of Cambysis. Ooh, so that gives you an idea of what's happened. And it's an oil on woke, on woke, that's oak and wood. An oil painting, that is. <laughs> an oil it's, worth, painting. it's worth noting that just in case people aren't really into the art world. Yes, that's true. And it's uh, by Dutch artist Gerard David, who was this like hot shit painter, manuscript illustrator. Wow, of everything. The Dutch times. But very English name. Yeah, two first names. Oh, Gerard, Gerard. Um, the footballer. Stephen. Stephen. Stevie G. Yeah. And it is depicting the arrest and then the flaying of the corrupt Persian judge, Sissamins. And again, I've looked it up. Sissamins. And I think that's how you say it, on the order of Cambyses. Oh my God. Cambyses, Sissamins. Cambyses, Sissamins. I'm going to get hit you with another pronunciation. Of... Oh God. <laughs> and it's painted, it was painted in 1498 and you can now see it in a museum in Bruges called the Grenage. Groninge. Groninge. Groninge? Groninge. I'm going to say Groninge because Groninge sounds really strange. It sounds a bit like Minge. Minge, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the Minge Museum in Bruges. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Right, let's... Now, I do, um, obviously, do recommend look at this painting if you're listening to this, if you're not in a car. Megan, I know you're listening in your car. So I'm going to give you a personal Ooh. shout out. I know. Megan, we're in the booth. Let me out. Ah! Don't forget to check your um, lights. Entire pressure. 
type of all those things. Uh, but for, for those of you who are in a car <laughs> and aren't Megan, <laughs> for, for, for Megan who's in a car who can't Google right now, she's gonna love this. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of the time we went to the Surgeons Museum. Uh, so the painting is a very colourful, bright, and it's super densely populated with loads of people. Loads of things are going on. It's like a proper telling, a full story mm. in these two pictures. And it's uh, the first one in the diptych is obviously the, it's the judgment. And it's um, the second one is the flaying. And the first one, we've got a lot of people, pure gesticulating. They're Ooh. going, whoa, what? And the second one is, is the rather grim, but quite interesting one. Yes, I noticed from the first and second, the judge's face didn't really seem to change. He both seemed both unimpressed by being... Uh, apprehended <laughs> to also being unimpressed to being flayed. Well, I think he, he's, he's sort of like he's, he's trying to squeeze one out. He's a sort of bit like yeah, he's sort of grimacing. But if, if someone was being tortured by the process that you are going to describe, mm. um, I wouldn't just be like, oh, this isn't great. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, mate, this this isn't a good day. But to describe the the style of this painting, it's very much what you expect of a Renaissance painting. Mm. Lots of faces looking not directly at the viewer. You've got lots of cadmium. (laughs) (laughs) You've got lots of... um, like You've got those really strong greens and Mm. everything has a depth to it. Everything... Mm. It's rich. Yes, it is rich. Rich. But it's got those classic details of... Things have reflections, so you can mm. tell where they are and things like that. Those extra levels of detail that those Renaissance artists did. Um, maybe that'll give some more description to your imagination of this painting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cloth. The the guy could obviously do cloth. So they he loves painting cloth. He was, don't they? I mean, I mean, if I could paint paint cloth realistically, I'd be like, mate, what am I doing today? I'm going to paint some cloth realistically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and also realistically, is we see the flaying. So there are other paintings of this um, historical this account. Event. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But they're all they're all just like, oh, oh, there's a man over there, and another man's holding a knife. But this is like full on, like the dude's leg, like one of his legs is just like raw muscle exposed. Yeah, it's crazy. They, they've cut the crap. Like the, <laughs> the the painter did not mess around. They didn't mince their words with this. <laughs> He did not, yeah, like, and his face is all like, it was all scrunched up. And in fact, on the top right corner of the mm. second picture, which is part of the, like, the story, the account, the historical event. For those who haven't heard of this style of painting before, it's two constituent parts that work together. So it tells a narrative through two separate paintings. And as far as I can tell from viewing it myself, not in person, but through the internet, it's... Uh, it's got all the same characters, it, so it's an evolution. It's almost like an early comic strip, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like that. Scene one, scene two. And I, I know mm. roughly what's happening between this because of the context of the painting and the event. So, yeah, so in the top right corner, it actually features Sissamin's son, okay. who's taken over the role of being a judge, and he sat on the chair, which is now draped with the flayed skin of his father. Jesus. I know. There's not much loyalty in that family. <laughs> well, I think the uh, the son was made to. That was part oh. of the whole, like, punishment. You have to take your father's job, which we've just accused him and trialled him mm. via torture of being terrible at. Yeah. And it's now your <laughs> yes. position to take up that role whilst sitting on his flesh. Sitting on his flayed skin. 
Right. Made into, I think it was made... Well, in the picture, it's just draped. But I think eventually they made a nice leather. Wow. Of, not nice leather, but a No, leather. it probably wouldn't tan <laughs> not, that well. No. No, and the blog of uh, www.mydailyartdisplay.wordpress.com does a fantastic breakdown of all the details and backstory to each element. Because okay. that is just like scratching the surface. There's like, oh. Shout out to the bibliography. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My WordPress.com. But <laughs> yeah, he's got loads of cool stuff on that web, on his blog actually. But that one really breaks it down to like, oh, well, this man on the second to left who is pointing is actually so-and-so and this means so-and-so oh, and all that. Oh, they've got the description of the actual people represented mm, in the painting. It's really cool. It's really cool. So yeah, so... Um, the full story. I'll hit you with the full story, shall I? Yeah, go on. I'm of... ready. I'll, I'm going to have a sip of beer. Yeah, well, I'm going to have them as well, actually. Just to lubricate the mouth. Mm. I bought some bike bicycle lube today. Wow. And I was and I was going, do I buy dry lube? Do I buy wet lube? Do I buy all season lube? God, there's a lot of different choices. There is. I would have just gone Durex and done with it. The, the, well, I mean, the big tub of KY. KY. Oh, KY Jelly. KY Jelly on my bike. Why did you struggle with those two letters so <laughs> I'm much? I'm struggling with speaking <laughs> full stop today. How, it's not oh, a particularly what? difficult brand name, being that it's just two, two initials. Flipping <laughs> X. But yeah, no, it was, and I was like, yeah, it made my bike slip all over the pouch, covering it in KY Jelly. <laughs> Drifted home. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Go on, hit I'm me with the story. I'm ready. Hit me with the story. So, mm, big swig. Big slam of the can. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean business. Powerful. I'm ready. Hit me with it. I know. I've delayed it really long for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, um, the painting was painted, funnily enough. Yeah, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. In 1488. Yep. But the story actually takes place in 6th century BC. We're going back in oh, time. okay. But um, Gerard David used the technique called actualization. And this is when his painting is representative of that time he painted it in, so the 15th century, by having the characters dressed in 15th century Flemish clothing. It's sort of like, say, I'm going to paint a scene from World War II, but I'm going to give them all um, iPhones to make it seem more relevant to today. Right, okay, I see. Yeah, that makes more sense with our more local history. You know, Mm. like in the last 50 to 100 years for us. But perhaps when you're looking between 15th and 16th century, you might not know the difference. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, looking back, you think, oh, okay. But actually, this goes back to 6th century BC, so it's probably even more brutal than what the picture shows. Oh, right, yeah. it's even further back in time than, like, the gentry of 15th century Flemishness. Ooh, very nice. Flemishness. And the reason they did that was because it was actually painted to um, encourage honesty amongst the magistrates. So it was put up in the town hall used by the town berger berger and a berger was a rank or title of a privileged privileged citizen of medieval towns in early modern europe so it's like medieval bourgeoisie and they were using it to encourage each other to be honest in the magistrates right and it was like a big painting in the magistrates court as you walked in you saw this guy getting skinned alive and you think oof I better stay, stay honest today. I don't want that to happen to me. Bloody hell. I know, yeah. That's quite the... I mean, either they were having some serious problems with their magistrates, or that's quite the uh, incentive to be 
on your game. Like you can't turn up after a bit of mead. Like it's not going to happen. You've got to be <laughs> he's really he's been sharp. Been meading it up all day. Nobody's business that, today. That bloody mayoral type. Oh, do you know those burgers? Burgers. Bloody burgers. Who does he think he is? Bergerac. Bergerac, the the detective. (laughs) You better stay honest. I don't want him falsely accusing of anybody. I'll Mm. flay that Bergerac alive. So, yeah, so that's why he sort of modernised it to make it seem more relevant to the day. So, yeah, Mm. so Judge Sisson means he delivered an unjust verdict because he accepted a bribe and the king was like, dude, not cool. Not king. Actually, put his foot down, and yeah, yeah, that's not really something you hear of, you know, historical royalty being actually somewhat in line with the law. <laughs> they, they were the law. Well, I think yeah. in the sixth century they were the law. But do you know what I mean? Like they were a law until themselves. You know, they would say, "Well, you can't steal, but I'm going to take all of this land, and you're going to work on it for me." Yeah, yeah, this is true. Oh, crack! Oh, the complex history of. Of the feudal all. scream. The, the, the feudal system. Yeah, I don't know why I brought it straight back to that, but I, I love it, I love it. We're going a bit art history today. We are a bit, aren't we? You know, that's another hashtag we can put on things. Yeah. Now, on that note, we can now do um, a little... I think I need a little trip to the pub after all of that history, I think. Hello, listeners. Welcome to our pretend pub. Um... We are in the corner today. We're on table 24. 24. Just by the one. loo. It's not the best spot. I do keep getting a waft. Yeah, it was it was busy, so I just grabbed whatever table we could get our hands on. But um, we've decided not to go for the Weatherspoons today due to the depressing nature of elderly men getting mm. drunk because they haven't got a better purpose for the rest of their life. It is. It is. I mean, I don't blame them, but, you know, we, we've got to get some food in as well, you know. Yeah. I, so... You know, really to put us off. I've ordered us both fish and chips, even though neither of us eats fish. <laughs> we can just nibble away at the batter, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Like it depends where we draw that, the line. Does, is the batter? What do they batter? Beer batter. Beer, beer batter. So it's essentially just a bit of flour and some beer. Oh right. Oh well. Be I can right. do that. because no, we're in the trendy bar, they've actually oh, they've yes. actually used um um that um it's not jackfruit. It's the other one that they do. Oh yes. Um, I know oh. what you mean, the fake oh. fish. Oh, it comes in a can. Yes. Um, oh. We're not going to remember it here. No. I'm going to just say it was halloumi. We got halloumi fake oh. fish. I, I was actually going to wait till it arrived and be like, surprise! It's halloumi! I you still go. can't eat it. Oh, it's okay. okay because it's free, so... Yeah, I'll eat it. I'll, I'll eat it. I'll grimacely eat it and pretend like I'm not hating my time. No, I want battered halloumi with halloumi fries. Oh. With a sort of soggy halloumi dip. And like a halloumi dressing. <laughs> And then, as my drink, I would like my halloumi smoothie. Oh, yes. Halloumi smoothie. Halloumi smoothie. Well, before the smoothies arrive, what are we drinking today? We're, we're on a very... Oh, it's brewed in Ireland, I've just found out. Ooh. Hop House Lager. Mm. 13. I think it's um, um, Guinness's Lager, isn't it? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Guinness.com. Oh, my goodness. On the back. 4.6, this stuff. Yeah. So we've actually already got these drinks, so we can't do a nice opening for you, but we can do a bit of a slurp. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with like a, a hobo tune. Do you know, like a sort of um, American West? Oh yes. Let, let me uh, introduce you in, though. You ready? Yeah. This evening we have for you Kenny Lock. Kenny Lock. She's gonna be playing the hobo tunes of the 1950s. You ready, Kenny? Go, Kenny, go. Hey, I like to go on the train. I like to go on the train. I like to go on the train. Hey ho! 
the lyrical genius of our time can do more. I'm I'm so glad you've got these professional microphones ready to record my album. Yeah, my full. It's ready to drop. Hobo tunes of the fifties with Katie Love. I mean, my EP is ready, ready and wearing. <laughs> Flip the heck. Flip the heck. Hop house lager. Very Flip nice. the heck, dude. Do, do you think there's thirteen hops in it? Ooh, that's a hell of a lot of hops, though, that isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Well, 13 different types, maybe, but if it was just 13 numerically, it wouldn't be a lot at all, would it? <laughs> They'd floating about in this water. <laughs> That'd be rubbish. Oh, no. It tells you how many um, calories are in this. Oh, my God. Cars aren't allowed to drink this. Cars? Yeah, it says pregnant women aren't allowed to drink it, and cars aren't either. Oh, do you know, I tried to power um, my automobile on tequila. Ran like a dream, baby. Did it? Yeah. Mm, nice. Right. Nice. And which automobile is this? <laughs> it's the one that's in the shape of a giant pea. Oh, okay. You're not seeing me peeing about. No. Pinging about as a pea. <laughs> like peas in a pod? Yeah, that's where we all park up together at the peavention. <laughs> the thing is, I can't brake too hard because I'll roll down the hill. And <laughs> incoming traffic. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like a giant bogey driving about. It's perfectly um, spherical. It's more of a... Um, it's perfectly spherical. <laughs> spherical? Spherical. It's peacefully peaceful. Oh, God. All right. Oh, God. Well, I think our food's just to come, so uh, we'll carry on with the podcast. Yeah, I'll give you a lift on from the bar in my P-mobile. Okay, thanks. Doot, doot. Doot, doot. Sweet. So... Um, do you know what I was saying about he the painting was used to, to like encourage honesty among mm. the law? The law. Uh, well, it's actually been used a bunch of times of recent time oh. um, for uh, saying, right, hang on a minute, look at this. Right, get your act together, mate. Um, so in August 2012... Wow, that is recent. I was, yeah. I was expecting not that recent. <laughs> yeah, like legit really recent. Of the supporters of Yulia... Timoshenko, when they showed the reproduction of the work to the judge who was reviewing her case. In November of the same year, two other activists showed the reproduction to the judge, Andrei Fedin, who convicted Maxim Luzianin, involved in the Bolotnaya Square. Oh my goodness. There was, <laughs> there was a lot of names and places there, to pronounce There was that. a lot of Russian things going on. So people are presenting this to the judge in it to say, this is an unfair carriage of justice, mm. you will be flayed. Yeah. It, I mean, isn't it almost a threat at that point? Uh, yeah, it's pretty... And I mean, and the thing is, is in the in the case of the last one, uh, it was actually a protest against... Vlad, the um, Bolotnaya Square was a protest against Vladimir Putin returned to the Kremlin. So not only are you involved in a protest against Putin, but you're like sending the judge of that. Right. This picture, I mean, talk about the hunger balls on the people doing that. Yeah, it would be... But then how are they getting this? Because they don't have the physical painting. Is this just like a flyer of the painting for the letterbox? Yeah, I think you could go on... um, Flaying.com, you can yeah. download a PDF and print it at home. <laughs> it's a nice colour it in. <laughs> Barbara, where are my colours? <laughs> Someone's dropped a lovely artwork through the door. Do you know, if somebody hasn't done medieval colouring in book, we've found a niche in the market. Oh, maybe. Because you know how much big books, colouring books are. Mm. But then is the crossover of people that like Renaissance art really the same people that colour things in? Do you know, I've seen a colouring book of 
of all sorts. I've seen colouring books have ingrown toenails, mate. They they will literally make a colouring book out of anything. That is an interesting choice of <laughs> subject matter. <laughs> um, I saw it in Hobbycraft. It's lovely. <laughs> it was next to them fluffy ball things in the felt. The fluffy ball pom poms. No, no, no. You know the ones that like sort of stick on any surface. They've got like a little sticky pad on the bottom and you can stick them to anything. Oh, they always have little tags hanging off them yeah, if they're but, trying to promote something. But I never know what they're actually for. Like, I never know... Like, who who would pick them up and be like, oh, they're, they're perfect for my craft project. Just, I was going to just make a piece of shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the tagline of Hobbycraft. I'm just going to make a piece of shit anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, nobody goes in there and leaves with anything to make anything worthwhile, do they? Do you know, do you know, near my mum and dad's house, there's a massive hobby craft and next to it is the range. Oh nine my God. Time, nine times out of ten, I find more art supplies in the range than a hobby craft. So for anybody that isn't in Britain and doesn't know what the range is, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like our answer to sort of a budget Walmart. Sort of a... Yeah, it's can, definitely Walmart. You can't buy food in there or guns, which is pretty good. Mm. Um, but you can buy everything from a fishing rod to like... High quality art supplies. Like last mm. time I was in there, they had some really good brand oil paints. Oh, mate. Yeah. I, was, I was looking at them like, God, I could threaten a judge with some of these. I could make a painting <laughs> and threaten a Russian judge. I've got a bit of oak wood knocking about. Have you really? No, I don't. What are the chances? <laughs> I've got it all framed and dip-ticked up on a hinge. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I know. Why didn't you say? I mean, the... I feel like this is quite a long process. <laughs> This miscarriage of justice um, thing that you're dealing with right now, it's it's taking its toll on you, I know. So I, I dug out my uh, oh. my pieces of oak. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody's got them just in case. <laughs> oh, are you having a hard time? I know. I'll get out the oak diptych. That <laughs> caught me by surprise. <laughs> I was just... Do you know when a piece of a spittle goes? Oh, yes, yes. Catches you by surprise. <laughs> Everyone says, oh, it's gone down the wrong way, as if your throat has two channels. What does not the uvula go left, right? I don't. What I don't, actually goes down I, there? What happens? I don't know. <laughs> is it like the um, English crossing? The no. English crossing. Because they, they've got like a one way. That's obviously two ways, isn't it? The English crossing. Is it? What are we talking about? Are you talking about the channel? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you cross over to France, don't you? <laughs> you talking about the the English Channel? <laughs> yes. I thought you were talking about like a zebra crossing. The the, the crossing is the ocean, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> we are separated from France by an ocean. <laughs> Do you know I saw? Or is it? A, wait, it's just a sea, isn't it? Ocean is a large un unspoiled body of water, <laughs> and ocean is water that separates two land masses. Wow, I didn't realise I had Captain Nemo on the podcast. That's well, fantastic. I, I think I, I could be wrong. You could be. I mean, I think this is what 100% of this podcast is, is us saying things that have a large potential to be wrong. <laughs> Disclaimer at the start. Some of this might not be true. <laughs> You'll just have to figure right. it out. Yeah, it we're sounds not, good though. We're not smart enough to try and figure it out yeah. ourselves. I go on Wikipedia and I go, oh, yeah. That'll do. That'll do. There you go. <laughs> I'll read that out. So yeah, so it's, it's pretty... Pretty crazy that it's still got like a relevance today. Yeah, I I wouldn't expect that this could have such a prominence mm. in modern day. I think it's uh, obviously because it's quite eye catching. It's going to make a statement. It's going to make a statement. Now, do you want to come to oddity section? To oddity. To oddity. I was I was there last week. Oh, ah. it was it was a blast. Right, good eh? Yeah, it was tip top. There were some banging tunes when I went. Oh, banging. Banging tones. Wigan Pier, 09. <laughs> <laughs> Wigan, Wigan Mamas. 
Wagamama. They opened a Wagamama's in Carlisle. No. Oh. I was talking about Wigan Pier. Wigan Pier. Oh, so Katie just lost some northern points there. Wigan, Wigan Pier. Pier. I know they... Wigan Pier. Oh, but do you know what I'm referring to when I say like Wigan Pier, like dance music? Like buzzing. Oh, oh, um, the, um, the, um, the Northern Souls. No, 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 you're too cool. That's old Wigan Pier. Current Wigan Pier is... Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad Wigan Pier is still catering to the young folks and they're dancing. Yeah, well, it's mostly young folks and their drugs at the moment. Mm, I think Northern Soul was young folks and their drugs. Oh, yeah. They I did a lot of speed. And if the film called Northern Soul is anything to go by... Oh, yes. Th- there is a scene where he is on drugs in Wigan Pier, mm. falls down, gets back up, carries on dancing. Oh, so town and mall night, though. So tired and all night, I'm ready to go. Ooh, do my bending over back. Like I can do the bending over backwards thing. I'd probably have to cut that out. It's too too secular to our own existence. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Anyway, right. The oddity section. <laughs> that was going down the big wormhole. Oh, right, yeah. So, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, that's totally what it was. So the oddity is actually why I picked this painting. I didn't Ooh. just... Cause there are hundreds of strange, weird, gruesome paintings, even more so out there. You know, give me a Bosch painting any day of the week with all these crazy shenanigans. <laughs> that's, that's Bosch. Crazy Bosch. shenanigans. Uh, but this was uh, something that I saw a lot when I was growing up because it was, uh, it was in the spare bedroom of my grandma, grandpa's uh, house. So when I used to go stay at my grandma and grandpa's, okay. I used to see this. And it was, because it was part of this massive travel poster of obviously they've been to Bruges. Oh. And it was like a sort of welcome to Bruges. And it had like all the Bruges crack of like architecture, a nice beer on the plaza. Right, okay. And then a few like the sort of main artworks. And one of those right. was, and it wasn't the full painting, it was just a close-up of the man being flayed. Right, so it was just the gruesome part. It was just the gruesome bit. I thought perhaps he'd put it in there in which to punish you. <laughs> like, um, Katie, I know that you took an extra sausage with your lunch, so um, you're going to have to go up to the spare room and you're going to have to pensively stare at a man being flayed. <laughs> no, that would that'd be... No, no, quite the opposite of my grandma and grandpa's house. I could say, oh, can I have chocolate spread sandwich for lunch? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got my grandpa's cracking it, but they did have <laughs> this this thing, this man being flayed. Oh, God. And it, I can remember it. It's on the back of the door. Oh, like, God. It filled the... the entire door, this poster. Wow. So it was pretty big. And growing up, I, if you can't tell, I was, I was a very gruesome child. I was I, very gruesome. I don't know. I... I, I... I don't think you're a gruesome adult, so I don't think I would have predicted it as a gruesome child. I think I'm more secretly gruesome looking up YouTube videos about medieval torture. Yeah, it's starting to click into yeah. place a little. Yeah, like one time my nan, my other nan, once asked me to draw a picture for her to decorate the fridge. Right, yeah. So I did a graveyard with loads of dead bodies. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. It's the obvious choice. <laughs> we went to the Tower of London when I was a kid as a lovely family trip and from the gift shop I remember vividly it was a prized possession I got a little statue of a head chopping block oh like a gu- oh not a guillotine like one of those yeah, uh, wooden yeah. oh that's cool though it was really cool I with a Im- big axe knowing your parents I can imagine your mum being a little horrified but totally on board because she's that <laughs> groovy kind of woman and, but your dad would be like yeah this is great it was cool it was cool so like 
every time I'd go to visit, I'd just stare at this weird flaying painting. And I was just like, Just looking at it like, whoa. What? So, yeah, so the oddity is that it was like how much this painting left an impression on me because it was at my lovely grandma and grandpa's house on these lovely trips to see family. I don't have any uh, imagery of torture related to my childhood, so that is quite an oddity. Yeah. Um, I did accidentally torture a dog. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Does it involve peanut butter? No, it doesn't. Um, (laughs) We, Me and my cousin bathed the family dog in Coca-Cola and sun cream. Oh. Yeah, we just mixed them together because we did, and we it was a English bull terrier, but he loved the attention. <laughs> did he? But we like because we put sugary substance on him on a cream that goes into skin, and he's a short haired dog. Oh. His whole skin was like matted with sugar and Ooh, oh, caramel dog. Could you just put him in the yeah. fridge for a bit and lick him? No, I mm, that would be strange. That would be very strange, especially considering that the caramel would be part sunscreen. So I'm going to add to your oddity section. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the time that I accidentally, definitely tortured an animal. Oh, it's all going out now, <laughs> yeah. really. Like the first one was harmless. Like, oh, you tortured oh, it with, with love. Yeah. I wanted to see if my pet hamster could swim. And <laughs> I, I will go into the narrative here. So I was in my room, a bit bored. I had my hamster called Marcus. Oh. He's a little white dwarf. He was really nice, actually. I... And I did not mean to do this because I loved my hamster. And I just got it in my head that I was like, oh, can, can hamsters swim? And we didn't have any internet, so I couldn't Google it. No, so of course. I filled up the sink, scooped him up and just dropped him in. <laughs> oh, no. What? Was it Was it at least like a nice warm bath? No, I was just about to say it was all the cold tap. <laughs> to the point where I actually recoiled my hand after putting him in because it was too cold for my hand and didn't actually think, oh, this might be too cold for this tiny being. So he's, he's got fur. As soon as it touched contact with the water, <laughs> he splayed all four legs and just slowly started to sink. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, he's going to be all right. He's going to swim in a sec. Yeah. So I watched him sink about halfway down and I was like, okay, he can't swim. Scooped Any him out. Any minute now. Scooped him out and he was fine. I was, yeah. He was running around. So I was like, oh, okay, thank, thank God. I even yeah. I even towelled him off. I thought, you know, oh, I'll do the right oh, thing here. Yeah, yeah. Went to stay at my cousin's house that evening. Mm. He died that evening in hypothermia. <gasps> so I genuinely waterboarded a hamster by accident. Oh, it was the aftershock. It got him. Well, he also inhaled a large amount of water. Ah, yes. Swashing. Talk about things going down the wrong way. But, well, <laughs> being that he was just a domestic hamster, he had no experience in swimming in freezing cold water. Well, so crikey. I don't think he really understood what to do ingested a lot of water and died mm. well i mean enjoying um serial killer bingo that would go that would go quite high up that would it? go quite high up in the serial killer bingo. i am a little bit worried <laughs> for my future mm. maybe well maybe before yeah the the, bil- the beans are spilled further um of your torturing past of animals yeah of animals <laughs> There was that time with that duck with that um, hammer as well. It was oh, awful, Vinny. Just terrible. Do you know what? I am such a wimp in current times. Yeah. I do not kill spiders. Mm. I don't even kill wasps in the house. Not even wasps. I scoop them up and put them outside oh, in a lad. glass. I've had to do it loads recently. I don't know. They keep coming in the house. That's it. It's fly wasp season now. In, in <laughs> it's that bloody in, fly wasp season. It's bloody fly season. Bloody hell. Right, yeah. Okay, so this was a pretty dark one, maybe, but uh, yeah. I liked it. 
Yeah, it was yeah. it was quite dark. I like I like that your childhood is distinctly linked to a flayed man. <laughs> yeah, but I'll put that on my CV. By the way, if, if if you haven't already figured out flaying, it's it's pulling the skin off someone alive, is it not? Yeah. Oh, Cribbins. Yeah. 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 They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. I think I mentioned something about his bare muscular leg. Muscular leg. At least it showed off his definition. I know. I mean, he was dehydrated for weeks before that. Right. <laughs> We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. So that was me, Katie. Uh, uh, me, Vincent. And that were a space for oddities. I hope you like listening. Yeah. Proper reet good, innit? Hey, reet good, eh? MC Devo. Do you think he's dead? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. You dickhead. You dickhead.